Welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you ignite your action in far more than just health and wellness. Join your hosts, Ism Hadahet and Jason Hogarth, as today we're going to dive into happiness being in the moments we don't miss. I think it's so easy where we experience moments every single day of our lives, every single moment of our lives, and it's easy to lose track of when these moments are special to us. Today, we're going to dive into three different areas we see this and feel this most, and we want to know if you relate to this. So we'll keep the conversation going, and it's going to start with us two touching upon it. So as always, what is up, man? I think this is going to be a good topic. Yeah, excited for it. I got two moments right off the bat that I'm I'm happy to be in. So um, as you guys all know, at this point is 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 in Boston. I am in Florida. So we haven't seen each other in person in years. So we we decided on this uh, this festive day as we enter December, and we're sitting here recording on a Zoom to share a beer together for the first time, probably in what five years, yeah, six years, no, crazy. probably almost six. Yeah, it is really crazy to say crazy, crazy. Yeah. We're doing so it. we're doing it. I got a, a Sam Adams Winter Lager, which brings me to moment number two. Ooh. Sam Adams, you know, from Boston. Uh huh. So I'm celebrating the Patriots' demise, them officially being <laughs> eliminated from the playoffs. There is nothing that makes me happier than watching the Patriots get eliminated from the playoffs until the Jets get eliminated from the playoffs mm. next week. So I really enjoyed that this weekend. Staying in the moment, enjoying my Dolphins, and cheers to it from our good friend Sam. Yeah, big cheers. <laughs> so the funny thing is, and, and a lot of you guys may know this based off listening to these episodes, I do celebrate also the Patriots not doing well because although I live here now, I'm not originally from here. So I I just 100% dislike the Patriots because being a Colts fan, they are the one team that like ended our season many times. So cheers to them, you know, not doing good. But I do feel bad too. It looks like Mac Jones just just doesn't have a team around him. And it's kind of, you know, it sucks to see a, uh, I don't know if he's that decent. I don't watch him enough, but you just feel bad when a team is doing that bad inside a quarterback and, you know, no support staff there. Yep. Feel bad for the people, not for the team. Not for the team. <laughs> Love not the team. Yep. Love the hey, team. Good doing uh, transition to this. So first uh, topic or, or part of the topic we want to talk about is you ever feel like you're at an event concert, sporting event, uh, family event, whatever the case, take your phone out. And obviously you want to capture the moment. But Jason asked me this and I actually stopped and thought about it. How often do you go back and look at that moment? So if you take your phone out, you're recording a uh, video, you're taking pictures, like how often do you actually go back and review it? And the, the reason being is like, are you actually being present in the moment or is it just a moment you want to capture so you can post somewhere, share anywhere, and you're not actually experiencing the moment? Like sit and actually think about that because I... I've been to one concert my whole life so far, and it was uh, a birthday gift for Monica. And it was to see Sam Smith in Boston. It was an awesome experience. And that's like one of the only experiences that we like we've rev- like went back and looked at a bunch of times. Other than that, I'm not looking at anything unless a flashback shows me from like Snapchat or Instagram or well, maybe not Instagram doing it, Facebook, whatever apps that will actually do that. Other than that, I don't really look back. Yeah, I think the biggest like, Uh, Me and Megan realized this a while ago, like as we started going to more Dolphins games once we moved down here is like, 
I don't even want to have my phone out because I just want to be enjoying like where I'm at, where my feet are, what's going on. And like just enjoying it for what it is. Because guess what? There's a thousand other cameras around that's going to capture the play. Is it really any different if I get it on my phone versus like I go find the video on YouTube? Like to me, it's not hugely different, at least like the play on the field. Mm -hmm. I think what is great to capture is the moments of like you and Monica or of me and Megan together at those things. So it's like, if you guys take a video of yourselves singing and doing whatever, like that's fun. You will look back on that. But like, if you just record a guy singing like a three minute song, like, are you going to go look at it? And like, maybe some people do, I don't know, but I've done it at Disney with like the castle when they like light it up and stuff and like never go back and watch those. But instead of watching it happen live and just being there and enjoying the experience, I'm staring at it through my phone screen. And then if you do look at the video, everyone else in the crowd is staring at it through their phone screen too. Cause as you look, you just see phone, 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 phone out everywhere. And like so much so that even like weddings, um, pro tip, the, the unplugged weddings where they like take people's phones before. Cause they're like, oh, we don't want the, the bride's pictures to have a bunch of people swung out into the aisle, taking pictures of her videos of her. Like we, we hired camera people for that. Uh, so it's like all those moments that we're watching through our phone screen instead of just like watching it happen right in front of us. You know what I just thought about? I, for, I actually wasn't even planning on sharing this, but I, it's a good pro tip also. If anybody out there likes a journal or if you don't, I do suggest doing it because, you know, you can always look back at those memories that way. And I like it because you can kind of close your eyes. You can read it then close your eyes and visualize everything that happened that day, how you felt, et cetera. But when it comes to events and stuff, let's say you do the tip that Jason said. We go to this event together and we only take pictures of of us, maybe one or two shots of whatever, the concert or the game going on. But if you can write about it, what you could do is when you date it, I would suggest dating it in your journal. You can always refer back to the photos that happened then. And then you paint the full picture of what happened. And you can, and the journaling is cool because you can talk about the feelings of it. I had so much fun. Jason and I were like waving our hands up in the air and I held his hand. I, that's fine. I, I wanted to include that one in there. It's a really, really cute moment. Hallmark is put a shark hat on. Put a shark hat on. Like, oh, that's a good one too. That was a great picture. Aquarium. That needs to circulate one day. It will. <laughs> It will video form in this thing. Um, yeah, but th- yeah. that's just another example. Like you you add some written thing to it. You don't lose part of the event, but you actually can reminisce on the event as you're writing it down. So then in future reminiscing, you get the feelings, what happened there, all that. It's, that's definitely my pro tip with that too. Yeah, no, I love that. Because it's, I don't know, it's just something that like I've slowly, be, slowly become aware of, especially like in those moments. Because all right, let's just say you were journaling, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, the the Dolphins were beating the Bills by three three points. The Bills were on a drive, whatever. It's fourth down. The Dolphins sack them. They won the game. Like, I was so excited. There was a guy next to me that was a Bills fan, and me and him were talking all game, like, friendly. But, like, we dapped each other up, and then he left. Like, this is an actual experience that happened at a game. Ooh. But um, And we won and all that. And it's like, you know, you feel the emotions. You get that. What if you're <laughs> you're writing, you're like, all right, it was third down and now it's going to fourth down. So I pulled out my phone and I hit record and then I watched it through the screen and then I dropped my phone when I went to dap the guy up. So I broke my screen. Now my days, you know, a lot of things can happen, but it's just, it's something that I've slowly become aware of where it's like, it is cool to have certain videos, but 
I feel like most of the time you don't look back on them. Like we do have a lot of fun Snapchat memories that me and you will send back and forth from the college days when we do get reminded. So like, I think there's a a time and a place or maybe a balance to find with it. But if you find yourself constantly staring at every experience through a screen, maybe just try not recording the the 20 minutes of footage and cutting it down to like 10 and see if you enjoy your time there a little bit long or a little bit more. Yeah. You end up living through a screen. That also makes me think in those type of experiences and I, it depends on where we're going. So one thing I learned from you and yours was more towards like your night routine, but I started doing it when I go out to certain places, events, I stopped wearing a watch unless I really need it as, as an accessory, whatever the case, or I'm going somewhere where, okay, time matters. I stopped, especially one, if it's a smart watch, Jason will talk about it a little bit too. It's the idea of the notifications popping up that takes away from everything because I don't know about you guys out there, but if you get one notification and you read it on your watch, it just organically turns into me opening up like Twitter and seeing whatever happened or my Instagram feed or whatever the case. And then I lose track of the conversation that happened or people are talking and my head is down and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. And I'm really not like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you get sucked into something else that distracts you. So I stop. That's something I do recommend. I stop wearing my watch to certain um, events, especially if it's a smartwatch. Again, it's a little bit different if it's like a nice watch, because there's really nothing to look at besides the time. But even in that case, if it's a normal watch, you avoid yourself looking at the time every couple minutes or whatever the case. So that's that's another pro tip that I like that I've learned from you and I've kind of implemented in different areas of my life. Yep. The smartwatch, I, I just couldn't do it anymore uh, mm-hmm. just because it was like too many notifications from too many different things. It's like you try muting it, but then it's like, well, I don't want to mute my messages or whatever. And it just it makes you go to your phone, then you're on your phone. And it's just because it's such like a natural response for us, you could be in the middle of talking to me. And if that vibrated, I would probably look at it just because And it's like, it's rude. You're not living in the moment. You're not just enjoying like where you are. So stop doing that. Um, Got something else is like fitness tracker wise. I still do wear nice watches when I go out, Um, like just time watches, not smart watches. Um, But that's more just because like, I like how they look all that. Um, So that's more like my personal personal preference but like i don't even really look at it for, for the time if i'm being honest probably if i need another time i naturally pull out my phone which is yeah you know whatever i'm gonna just say it i'm gonna own I've it more i've worn some watches <laughs> in the past where the battery's been dead or the time has just been in the last time zone or time zone daylight savings and i'm yeah, like i don't yeah. care it just looks good <laughs> yeah like, i've done that so many times there was at one point in i have uh four watches total Mm-hmm. All of them were dead and I was just wearing them because I'm like, no one's looking at my wrist, yeah. so I don't care. And like, I'm doing it for the look, not to know what time it is. I have my phone for that. So I've done it many times, but I did, I did redo the batteries. So right now nice. they're all caught up, except I got a, I had a, for my trip home, put the citizens one in a case. And it's one of those like eco ones that charges through solar or whatever. That's um but it was in a dark bag. So oh, it it's like, charged. it's dead, dead, yeah, <laughs> dead, dead. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll work on that one, but all the other ones are charged up now. So can't, can't come at me for that. But yeah, the watch was a big one. Um, just cause I think it, it helped in a lot of ways, um, of staying present in conversations. I remember even at dolphins games is like an example, just while we're on the event topic too. Um, 
you know, Sunday we're at the game and I'll be getting notifications from my fantasy football team mm. constantly. And it's like my team, my actual team dolphins will be winning. And then I'll be frustrated because my quarterback like threw a pick or something. I don't have that problem this year. Cause you know, I got two of it, um, yeah. other years, you know, like bad things happen. And I'm like frustrated over that instead of enjoying the sp- experience that I'm in when I could just like, not look at it until after the game's over and not have to worry about it. And then I'm enjoying where I'm at and then I can like have fun with that later. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. The last place that we really see happiness, you know, where it should be in the moment we miss out on is something that I am a hundred percent. I always share my struggles with it and it's being present because or not being present because I'm worrying about the future. I have a hard time with this because being super ambitious and wanting to accomplish so much, sometimes I get so lost on that. Well, that's not here yet. I need to see it happen. And am I doing every single goal that will help me get there and the day-to-day to help me get there? And when I, that just doesn't happen right away. I get so lost in that. So that's definitely one place we really wanted to kind of tap into a little bit there. Anything come up to you or come up for you for that? Yeah, I think it's like the same idea of like just not and it could be the small things, right? Like where we're working within whatever we define as our working hours on our jobs, our personal passions um, and all that type of stuff that we're pursuing that it can take our focus of, well, I'm working so hard to get here. And that here might be one year away, two years away that you can get yourself on certain days. So like stress or hyper-focused on it that you can't enjoy the time that you set aside for yourself to relax. So like, I think of things that are just like super simple, like being able to, um, you know, have a movie night on the couch with Megan and like actually enjoy it and not have my head scrambling and going other places. So like being able to kind of have that off switch, um, to where I'm not, like solely focused on the future or like some goal that I didn't hit yet, but I'm trying to hit and to where I can unplug and worry about the other things in my life that are extremely important to me. And that's a hard balance because it's going from one thing to another within like an hour's time. So like you really have to shut down. I've done a thing where like here, since I work from home, I have like a whole like shut down routine of where I'm done working for the day. I will not work past, at 8 p.m. is the one that I have now for like everything mm-hmm. but like and some days I'm done sooner than that but it's like I will not let myself go past that point because I do want to have enough time to spend with Megan Nala and do the things that I want to be able to do outside of like chasing goals so um, I think that's like a important thing for people to consider is just having a way to like turn off yeah, I think that I had a candid conversation with a colleague and we were just talking about things we wanted to accomplish. And he knows me relatively well. And without even asking me, like, what do I do on like my downtime in between? I have blocks of time in my days where I can actually like take a break before I go back to end of night with coaching. And he was like, I need you to do one thing. And I need you to do it for yourself. And it's shut off your brain at certain times. So you're not completely drained for the rest of the day and going into the next day. And it was a reminder I needed to hear because I'm aware of it. But sometimes we need to hear it from somebody that we value feedback from. And I've been actively doing it. And even after hearing that, it was an extra push that I needed. And now I'm finding different things where like I'm doing, I created kind of like a four-month program for myself where 
within my days. It's super holistic. This has nothing to do with the physical um, health side of things. I have, you know, my morning routine, different times I've meditate, different times I'll breathe, different times I'll, I'll uh, focus in on visualization. But with all of that, none of it is super structured. So then that way, there's no resistance there. So I share that with you all, because sometimes the best way to stop worrying about the future is finding ways you can be still within the present moment or present day that's currently going on. And that's what I'm cur- currently and actively always working at. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing to do. Um, especially like we always were here. The purpose of this is talking about how you could take action towards your, your goals, your passions. Um, but part of that is being able to enjoy where you are too. So it's knowing when to turn it off. Cause it's, you can only accomplish so much in a day and those extra, you know, four to five hours a day where you spend time with your loved ones or do something for yourself that fills you back up is going to be so much more valuable for you than sitting there at the dinner table with your head spinning about things that you're not going to make progress on because you're eating dinner right now anyway. Yep. But you're just worrying about it to where you're you're not being present, you're not enjoying this moment, and you're focusing on something that you're not going to take any action on right now either. So it's like almost wasted energy in a way um, to where you could reinvest that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I know... Yeah. The the Ed Milet show, I think it was when Matt Matthew McConaughey was on there. They talked about like the different buckets that they focus on of like themselves, their friends, their work, their religion, and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, what's been what's been lacking? Like, I need to I need to put more into that bucket. So it's like maybe they haven't texted a friend in a while and just asked them how are you doing. Uh, maybe they haven't like put that extra effort in at home, so they go buy their their significant other flowers and they take them on a nice date to like make, keep that connection built strong. So it's like finding all those different ways, like what are your core things that are important to you and how can you make sure that, you know, there's going to be times where things slip, like that's natural. It's going to happen. And you have to be able to give yourself that grace to understand you're not going to be perfect all the time. But once you notice like, Oh, Hey, I haven't been as present as I need to be in this area let me go do that for a little bit you know one thing that with all that being said really good share like knowing am i present enough to be aware of okay where do i need to fill up different buckets of time and and what i have to offer this comes up it's a little bit off topic but around the same the same topic of what we do and that's providing value for help you ignite your action and i've thought about just sharing that we study we implement and we continue to learn this path that we're doing to give you guys more value, but we never want you to think that we know it all. A lot of the things that we speak about, we've either worked on in the past or are still currently working on and we're continuing to learn. So our approach is always going to be, here are some backed by science, backed by evidence, and then backed by our own experience, try them, use it as toolboxes. Because I think this topic in particular we all experience and Jason and I do and and those who listen do happiness is being in the moments that we don't miss and we really do feel like the camera takes away that if it's done the wrong way we definitely feel that notifications and and external factors could take you away from being present and we do feel and have seen that worrying about the future really just pulls you away from everything that is currently going on yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I can't think of a better way to to wrap up um, today's episode. So 
thank you all for tuning in to our today's episode of Action Ignited. We hope that you were inspired to seek happiness in those small, often overlooked moments. I hope you don't think that we're hypocrites for talking about living life through a camera as we sit here on a Zoom call with each other, but it's what we got to do. So uh, just remember true joy often lies in those small moments and experiences that you don't miss. So try to make time for them, make time for the people you love, make time for those experiences that help fill you up. Uh, But with that, don't forget to subscribe, share the episode. If it helped you in any type of way, feel free to leave a review until next time, stay ignited and see you in the next episode.